0: Ooh, that sugar sweet, you got what I need, the oh,
1: This is Real Sex with Dr. Noel.
0: I'm Dr. Noelle Pomeroy, a clinical sexologist and licensed mental health counselor. I talk to guests about sex scenes from movies and TV that they find the most memorable. Maybe because it's caused them to have a personal epiphany, It could be a scene they watched thousands of times for research purposes, or it could be the first time they ever learned a single thing about sex. Let's find out. Our guest, our first guest of 2022 is a longtime professional broadcaster, the host of the number one morning show for many years in the town in which I record from, which is Jacksonville, Florida. He is, and I hope this doesn't embarrass you, guest, Extremely attractive and sexy. And I will say he has questionable taste in women. Ladies and gentlemen, my husband of 16 years, <laughs> Rich Jones.
1: Hello, guest. <laughs> Hello, guest. Hello, Mr. Guest.
0: Wow. So, one of the things that's a little bit unusual about our relationship is I'm pop culture obsessed. I am. Always watching TV movies, I that's a big thing I bond with my friends about. And can you even remember the last movie you watched?
1: No, and I don't know names in movies and I don't know a lot of celebrity names. I'm pretty much clueless when it comes to all. That, yeah, <laughs> to be honest with you.
0: when was the what was the last TV show or streamed show you even watched?
1: Ah, uh, Breaking Bad all the way through? I started to watch
0: Ted Lasso. Ted
1: Lasso made it through a season. Liked it. Yeah. Just didn't really find it. You just time. have
0: other things on your agenda. There's a
1: lot of other stuff. I mean, There's someone's got to family. clean the house and take care of the kids and
0: <laughs> make a living, right?
1: You wouldn't believe the amount of laundry. Well, you would believe <laughs> I the would amount believe of laundry. It. I produce yes. a large portion of it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so because you are um, pop culture ill-equipped... We are going. Is that the only thing I'm ill at? <laughs> Hopefully that's it. Well, that we're going we to address today. Okay, good. Yes. Whew. Even though this is a sex therapy podcast, okay. we're going to keep it clean in case our parents are listening. <laughs> and since <laughs> only of the four parents, one of them could figure out how to listen to this, uh, we're going to keep it clean, Dad, yeah, I, I promise. Good. So, what we're going to do is we're going to look at sex scenes that have been meaningful to me. We're going to experience you watching it. Or reacting afterwards, and then we're going to talk about the sex scene. So this is actually just a really long um, plan for me to find out what you know what we're lacking. Okay, <laughs> is that it? Yes. No. We
1: went through all of that <laughs> to really address the issue. I
0: am really avoiding just having a conversation. The is what root basically. cause,
1: basically. <laughs> I will establish that I had very few options, or ideas as i've been racking my brain coming up because we always see movies together so
0: right when when you do occasionally watch a movie it's with me and it's usually one i've already seen right but you couldn't come up with your own sex scenes to watch
1: there was very little
0: yeah I, guess, I think it's
1: because I pretty much watch vanilla movies. Or... No, it's
0: because you only watch real sports with Brian <laughs> and Or documentaries. And, and documentaries. Yeah. And I, as far as I know... Heaven
1: only knows, no one wants to talk about Abraham Lincoln.
0: No. I mean, I'm sure. you know. Have you seen the size he of his hands? He was a good lover.
1: He was a good lover. <laughs> he was a, he was a generous, he was.
0: generous lover. Yes. So The, the first... top hat matches. <laughs> I don't <know. laughs> Do the drapes match the top hat? <laughs> So the first one we're going to watch is from a show that's on Hulu, Handmaid's Tale, starring Elizabeth Moss and many other people. Uh, It started in 2017. It's still airing. You've never watched the show, although you've probably heard in pop culture kind of what it's about. But it's basically about a very repressed society and June or Offred uh, is a handmaid, and she doesn't get to do anything that she wants. And in this scene, it is the first time she has the opportunity to have sex with someone she's attracted to, and she's sneaking around to do it. Oh, so
1: she's not forced in any way or anything? No,
0: normally okay. she is. And actually, before the scene takes place, it-, it turns out the guy that she's supposed to be getting, that is supposed to be getting her pregnant is probably sterile. Mm. So... The woman in charge of her life basically says, have sex with, with the butler or whatever. He's a driver, I think. Nick, played by Max Mangella. And she says, go have sex with him. So the wa- woman watches them have sex. It's very, very clinical. Mm. But later that night, Alfred says, I'm actually attracted to this guy. I'm going to go up to his apartment and we're actually going to have sex. So she goes up there and this is what I'm going to show you. I found this scene to be quite steamy. Mm. So here we go.
1: Well, he has his shirt on already, so.
0: Aren't you supposed to take your shirt off for sex? You, is his shirt on?
1: His shirt is on. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well, they don't even say a word. Door he, locks.
0: He knows why she's there.
1: Is it a big deal that she removes her head thing? Bonnet. The bonnet? I would assume so. Oh, and the bun. The breathing can commence.
0: As you'll see, she has lots of layers of clothing on.
1: Why is the first thing that she takes off his necklace? I don't know. Is it keys or something? Then the shirt. Okay. Yeah. And she has how many layers of clothes on?
0: 47. Four.
1: So she's like, all right, let's get you naked first. Yes. Yes. Then it'll take a good 15 minutes for me.
0: And she takes off everything of his except for his fabulous eyebrows. Max Mengele has some serious eyebrows that only rival Peter Gallagher.
1: Peter Gallagher has some sexy eyebrows.
0: I actually like the heavy eyebrows.
1: That's why you're attracted to me.
0: Yours are not skimpy.
1: (laughs) There's one layer. Jeez, how many layers is she wearing? I told
0: you she was wearing a lot of layers. Goodness.
1: Two. Is that a corset?
0: Yeah, at some point I think she might take off her skin. Okay. There's a lot of layers. There's
1: a third.
0: And then she starts taking off the sweater. No, I'm
1: just kidding. How how hot must she be all the time?
0: Well, I mean, her life is extremely unpleasant. Yeah. The layers are only just a matter of it.
1: So her first sexual experience ever was with the sterile man?
0: No, she got captured, and then she started, Mm. and she's in this situation. She even has given birth to a child before, so she's sexually experienced. Oh, okay.
1: So this is not the first time, but this is the first time that she's, like, into it.
0: Into it since she's been captured. Got it. Which has been a, a year, maybe.
1: It's pretty steamy. Yeah. Very graphic, too. Wow. That's oh, Hulu. Oh.
0: Is Have her kids watch this with you? Have her kids watched? No. <laughs> okay. The sex scene. Have they accidentally the le- walked in? <laughs> no, the sex scene is the least of the reasons I'd let them watch oh. Handsmaid Tim. Handmaid so
1: No, he's still on top right now. Okay. Why? Does she move on top? Yes. She seems to like him being on top right now. Yeah. She's got the toe thing going. Oh, now she moves on top. Okay. Well, his eyebrows are nice.
0: Yeah, I tell you. Are you turned on by his eyebrows?
1: Well, the the way the light is kind of shining off of them. (laughs) They're, They're very bushy. Now she's on top.
0: And she seems to be enjoying herself
1: yeah i would say so yes and he is too yep okay wow and now everyone applauds no congratulations (laughs) way to go (laughs) you finally had a true orgasm
0: yeah so it ends with her orgasming
1: oh okay and him seemingly as well
0: yes so what are you almost like almost
1: like the same time Mm -hmm. it was very steamy
0: The simultaneous orgasm is something we've talked about on the show before Mm. being uh, something we see a lot in TV and film, but not as common in real life and actually can be kind of a source of distress for some couples who can't seem to match it up.
1: That was one of those staring, getting ready for action as opposed to any touching or anything like that. It was literally like staring and stripping, which is not I mean, in a guy's world, it's like, all right, that's easy to do. But,
0: to stare and strip
1: yeah to stare well if you if you know that it's about to happen sure. you can start you know stripping no problem there's mm-hmm. no question but to warm the woman up she was already warmed up obviously yeah so she, she, was she good started to go. yeah she was absolutely she saw
0: the eyebrows and was like I, <laughs> I don't need any foreplay right I've got fur play for,
1: <laughs> for as furry as the eyebrows is he has zero. He hair is, on his body.
0: He's very s- smooth.
1: Yeah, I think he probably waxes. You
0: know what I find so... Although, when th- is
1: the show set?
0: Well, no, it's present day.
1: Okay, so then he totally waxes.
0: Well, I don't know. Except that. for it's, the eyebrows. His character probably doesn't wax, but the yeah. actor probably does. I One of my favorite memories of you is we went to go see in the theater The Kids Are Alright with Mark Ruffalo, Julianne Moore, and Annette, Annette Benning, and there's a sex scene with uh, Mark Ruffalo and I think Julianne Moore. And you leaned over to me in the theater and you said, he definitely waxes his butt. There is no way a guy that hairy does not have hair on his butt. It was very important. I mean, you, to you would that think I...
1: that the eyebrows have to match at least part of the body.
0: Yeah, it's possible. Granted,
1: we didn't see full frontal with him. So we don't know if the, he's like hiding a squirrel down there or mm-hmm. maybe something even more, squirrel. More, more bushy.
0: Well, so one of the things about this scene that is so nice as a viewer of the show is there's all this repression and there's forced sexual assault and it's awful and this is the first opportunity the character gets to just sort of let go the thing that I don't like about it from a clinical perspective is that it kind of adds to the whole stereotype or trope that all repressed women or oppressed women are actually just all these are these sexual minxes mm. just waiting to get the right time and place and then they're going to let go and, and that's not necessarily true there are women who are oppressed repressed and just because they have an opportunity to have sex with someone that they're really attracted to that doesn't mean there's not a, there's not a switch to flip mm. sometimes it really takes a long time for them to come out of their shells. And sometimes that's one of the things we work on in therapy is they'll come because the couple, their their partner will say, eh, it doesn't really seem like she likes sex. And she's like, I'm trying, but it's just way out of my comfort zone.
1: Yeah, she really feels, and you could sense and see that she's really enjoying it. Yes. Really enjoying it. Yes. So whatever experiences she's had before, clearly they were not enjoyable experiences. Oh, no. So just about every touch... Well, in her prior
0: life to being trapped, she had a positive sexual experience with her husband and then she got trapped in the situation and then she was basically forced to have. Well, she just laid there while someone had sex with her in order to get her pregnant. So it is not an uplifting show, but that's a steamy scene. That was that I have watched once or twice.
1: For research purposes. For
0: research purposes.
1: (laughs) Just as the title says in the very beginning, for research purposes. For
0: research purposes. Our next movie with a kind of a steamy scene in it is from one of my favorite films. Maybe not in my top five, but probably my top 20. I don't remember Shawshank Redemption having a sex scene. Oh, (laughs) it does, but it's not a consensual one. I can tell you that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. Love and Basketball from the year 2000. Spike Lee directed, starring Omar Epps and Chanel Lathan as Quincy and Monica, two aspiring, excellent basketball players who live across the yard. I guess they live next, they're next door neighbors and they've always been friends and they are kind of on the down low in love with each other. So this sex scene I'm about to show you is when they have sex for the first time.
1: Here I thought your favorite basketball movie was White Men Can't Jump. That was not a Spike Lee joint.
0: I don't think so. I don't. He might have been involved with that. I don't remember. No, my favorite basketball meeting is uh, movie is Teen Wolf. Teen
1: Wolf. (laughs) Let's go back to the whole hair part.
0: Oh gosh.
1: No that kidding. was one where the eyebrows didn't match the and rest women, of the hair. And
0: women found him sexy when he was the wolf. In I, I, what
1: way? I'm not really sure. Well, I think was... it was a confidence thing that he was so confident in his in himself as the wolf that it attracted women.
0: I don't care how confident you are, if you look like a wolf,
1: <laughs>
0: deal breaker. Maybe that sounds insensitive. I'm sorry for those of you who are listening who look like wolves. <laughs> So they live next door to each other. They're in love with each other. She kisses him. They kiss back. And then they have their first sexual experience together. It appears to be her first time. Or it is her first time. It's unclear whether it's his or not. You thought the scene was steamy? I
1: thought it was pretty steamy, yeah. I thought um, it was notable when she took off her top or her dress and his eyes were like, oh. (laughs) Oh. And then- There's some bosoms there. Yes. And then clearly he was taking off his shorts, pants, whatever. And her eyes were like, oh. (laughs) I mean, she didn't necessarily go, oh, but you could see the in the eyes. Mm -hmm. And there was a reaction. It clearly seemed as though they were, they had not had many experiences before. You had said that she clearly hasn't. Right. Um,
0: she may have never seen a penis before.
1: And he seemed to be kind of handling things slowly and gently mm-hmm. along the way. Yeah. Checked in a couple of times. Puts not on a nece- condom at one point. Puts on a condom. Um, checks in with her to say, do you want to stop? Mm-hmm. She said, no, absolutely no. I don't think she said absolutely, but she was saying it with her eyes and her body, I think. But um, but seemingly like checking in along the way, not mm-hmm. even... With voice, but with uh, with eyes along the way. So it seems sweet? Yeah, I would say so. Like sweet. a sweet
0: first encounter? Yeah, gentle,
1: Um, understanding that she's vulnerable mm-hmm. and not seemingly taking advantage of her, mm-hmm. whether he's had experiences before or not. It seemed as though he was wanting to take things very slow and gentle with her. Mm-hmm. In fact, before she even said, let's go inside or whatever, um, he kind of looked like, an innocent dog like oh she turned me down because she kind of pushed him away mm-hmm. so you could kind of tell that he was like okay i'll i know my place it's not going to happen right now so it seemed like he was playing the vulnerable card but mm-hmm. at the same time wasn't like trying to force himself on her
0: but then she did the come hither yeah, Come on in.
1: And he wasn't necessarily like, yeah, baby. He just was like, okay, I'll play along with this. Mm-hmm. So,
0: Yeah, they definitely give you the impression that the two of them really cared about each other mm-hmm. and that he specifically really cared about her because up to that, he was kind of a player or a dog or whatever you want to refer to him as.
1: She seemed very... Um concerned about herself and her looks Mm -hmm. like she covered her breasts almost the whole time that
0: is one of the best parts of that sex scene and one of the things that i think resonates with me is in movies we either see women who are like these are my tatas hello and having no issues about them at all or a woman's wearing a bra those are the two ways women have sex in movies and tv she takes off her top but you can tell that she's uncomfortable Mm -hmm letting them fly so she puts her hand over her breasts and that's something someone would really do yeah because this woman who plays basketball four hours a day has a an amazing objectively speaking an amazing well put together body very in shape but she's still self-conscious and i love how they show that about her Mm. she loves this guy but she's not Used to showing that side of her, mm. so I think it's really cool.
1: And at the same time, he wasn't forcing his hands there, whether it was before or after she removed her hands. So mm-hmm. clearly, that was not something that he was like needing to experience in the moment. And whomever the producers in the movie were didn't feel as though you know that was something that. The guy just generally like is moving in to do it.
0: Did you just put your hands up like you were just grabbing like tune in Tokyo? Well, yeah. With someone boobs? (laughs)
1: That's that's kind of the Oh my gosh. They're kinda that far apart. If you
0: ever did that to me, we would have issues. (laughs) My goodness.
1: Just sliding up, just no. (laughs) No? You look like a predator. (laughs) I'm not squeezing, I'm just moving them up. Okay, okay. That's it.
0: (laughs) But the fact that he
1: doesn't even go in for that—they don't, that. don't touch a lot. No, in that scene, yeah.
0: it's a lot. There's a lot of sensuality. There's a lot of build-up. There's that horrible song.
1: Yeah, that was really,
0: which takes me out of it. Not but whatever. I, it, not every sex scene can be perfect. But there's there's not a lot of touching until he goes for insertion, and then she's clearly uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, and that seemed to be like a. It it seemed as that it was good acting. Mm-hmm. It seemed as though it was genuine in terms of the feel of pain, but good pain.
0: So all the women you've deflowered, like in your experiences, <laughs> that's an this is reaction. when things become really
1: uncomfortable, <laughs> don't they? <laughs> I I what I liked is that if this was her first experience, yeah. he checked in mm-hmm. like right at that moment, like, it, it, are you okay? Mm-hmm. Is it you know, just seemingly checking in with her to see how is she doing. And she was like, no, I'm I'm good. So, good, good recovery. Yeah. Good recovery. Yeah. I Thanks for that. letting me dig myself out of that hole.
0: So the last movie we're going to talk about today is one that is very close to my heart. Call Me By Your Name from 2017. And why are you smiling?
1: Well, I'm only smiling because you love this movie so much. And I finally decided that I would watch it. And I was watching it on a plane ride to... company conference or something like that and knowing a little bit about the story from what you told me the only thing that worried me is i was into the movie it was a great movie until on a plane full of people and i was watching it on a laptop so it wasn't on a small screen on my phone or anything it was actually on a laptop so 18 inches yeah um the screen and (laughs) there was a moment (laughs) where Two men were the two men
0: in the movie yeah
1: were beginning to have a moment, mm-hmm. and one was down to his underwear, and I kind of looked over my shoulder because I was on the aisle row, and I looked over my shoulder and someone was also watching, and I said, "I don't know what's about to happen, so I, I might just want to stop this right now <laughs> because I wasn't sure what was going to happen. I didn't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable. I thought the movie was great, and I've actually not gone back and watched it since.
0: So you haven't even seen the movie. I
1: haven't even finished it.
0: Okay. Well, you haven't seen the scene. So I don't even know
1: what happened in that scene, whether or not anything sexual happened.
0: Boning happened. Okay. I'm sure. I don't remember what (laughs) scene you're talking about. But so Call Me By Your Name is from 2017, starring Timothy Chalamet. It was his role that made him a big deal. He got nominated for an Oscar for it. He plays Elio and Armie Hammer plays Oliver, a research student who is staying at Elio's home in Northern Italy for the summer because Elio's father is a professor and he's working under him. No pun intended. Mm. They fall in love and they have a couple of sex scenes. So there's some sex scenes. There's some oral sex scenes, but what I'm about to show you and there, I think they're all fantastic, all steamy. I've talked on the show before about, and you and I probably could have a long discussion about this one day. I love gay sex scenes and gay love stories. I don't know if it's because usually they're attractive men having sex and, you know, to me that's attractive because I'm attracted to men. Yeah. So, I guess I it's kind of like a twofer yeah. because they're both attractive.
1: If two attractive women are into each other, yeah. I I you, can feel that as well. Okay. Yes.
0: So, later in the movie, after they've been intimate a couple of times, Elio goes into the attic, essentially, and he's listening, reading, he's reading a book and listening to the radio and he's eating a peach from their garden and he is, he's super horned up at this point in the movie. He's had sex multiple times. He's a horny teenager and he decides to masturbate using the peach by inserting himself into the peach. Okay. So I'm going to have you watch that.
1: And so he is in the attic right now. On a mattress. Laying down on a mattress. Yes. Is he naked already?
0: I think he has shorts on.
1: Okay. He's really... Um,
0: Exploring the Feeling
1: spine. that peach. Yep. Usually I just... Eat rub- a peach. Oh. And he He's just- to finger the peach. Yeah. It's a juicy peach. Oh, I think he likes that.
0: (laughs) I mean, honestly, if if you're going to fuck a peach, it shouldn't be dry.
1: Wow, I've had a lot of juicy peaches before, but that's really juicing. (laughs) This peach comes with Astroglide. Wow. So in the scene, you
0: can't see the peach. You just see his face reacting to him going to town with the peach. He's laying on his back.
1: So now he is, um, chew- oh, no, he he's like, I've had enough of that pit.
0: Oh, we got rid of the pit?
1: Yeah, usually you chew on the pit for at least a minute or two, just to get Wait, all the...
0: when you're having sex with a peach, you chew on the pit? What?
1: No, when you have a peach, you... Oh, I misunderstood ...chew on the pit.
0: You do? Who does that?
1: You don't chew on the pit? No. Yeah. You get a little remnants off, it's tasty.
0: Oh, disgusting.
1: Oh, there's the moment. He knows, oh, wait a second. Why am I eating this when I can be...
0: Oh. You just made a facial expression like, oh, I had never considered well, that. Well,
1: I knew that he was going to do it, but I didn't really know what the moment would look like.
0: You seem concerned.
1: Well, I just have never thought about a peach.
0: I'm glad he you say that.
1: What did he just say? I think he said something like... Come here?
0: No, I think he said something like, damn, like he's ashamed.
1: Oh, okay. Didn't take long.
0: No, it's a juicy peach. It was like seven seconds. What kind of peach is that? Well, if if you are a horny enough individual that you're going to start boning fruit, I I don't think you're going to last very long. But we're going to keep watching this because something that happens... Well, and
1: then he leaves the peach by the bedside, like...
0: Right, I know, and hygienically that would not go over well with you.
1: Well, just, it's there, like, watching him, like... (laughs) And now he's going to roll over and then roll over and ask it if if it's okay (laughs) afterward
0: or what. So, but I think the rest, where this goes, I want you to see, because Oliver comes in.
1: Oh, boy. And he takes his shirt off. Right. And he knows it's about to go down. Well. Or I'm about to go down.
0: And so he decides, he comes in, Oliver's is like, hey, here he is. He's naked on the bed. I'm going to perform oral sex on Elio.
1: That sounds good. And then is he going to have the peach? Well, Oh, it tastes like a peach.
0: He realizes something is up. He (laughs) says, what did you do? do
1: He's going to eat the peach.
0: He's going to eat the peach.
1: It's probably a good idea I didn't finish watching this on the plane. (laughs)
0: go ahead and stop it. He does not eat the peach. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure.
1: Oh, he's all embarrassed.
0: Yeah, Elio's embarrassed because he finished in the peach and he got found out. But then they get emotional about the fact that their relationship is coming to an end because Oliver has to go back to America. So... It kind of takes a turn at that point, and it's not sexual at that point. Okay. But what do you think about having sex with fruit?
1: (laughs) The way you looked at me was, like, accusatory. (laughs) What do you think?
0: So Elio is by himself, starts to masturbate. Then he starts eating a peach. And then he puts his fingers in the peach and realizes, Oh, wow. this thing's quite juicy. It's quite smooth and maybe a little bit slippery. And then puts it over his penis mm-hmm. and masturbates and then quickly climaxes into the peach.
1: Quickly. That was like ten seconds. Yes. That was fast.
0: Well, he is a horny. He's a horny, horny teenager, teenager, yeah. Who, again, is willing to have sex with fruit, so he is ready. And then Oliver comes in, performs oral sex, says, what did you do? You clearly teach taste like peach. Right. Sees the peach that's dripping oh. right next to the bed and
1: says he's going to eat the peach. It's noteworthy how embarrassed Elio is.
0: Yes. Because not everything... Not just
1: to be found out, but the fact that he used a peach, that he was clearly embarrassed about it. Like almost regretted it after, mm-hmm. almost afterward. Yes, Even as a teenager, that he would regret that.
0: Well, it's not. I mean, a lot of people in general have shame and embarrassment related to masturbation. And when you use something, and I'll call a peach unconventional when you use that, um, there can be some shame attached to it. You're not harming anyone. Right. Peach, to my knowledge, does not have any feelings.
1: It wasn't very fuzzy peach, so it was clearly. What does that matter? Well, there's different peaches. There's different sows of peaches. That could obviously have an impact. On how attracted you are to the peach? <laughs> yes, exactly. Just a little facial hair that might ultimately... <laughs> oh,
0: my goodness. So I-, I will tell you that in the book, Oliver eats the whole peach. Really? The semen and all. Oh. So I'm going to ask you a question that's going to make you very uncomfortable. It's a question I have never asked you before. What is it about people wanting to eat semen that people find attractive?
1: I have n- always wondered that, especially uh, okay. out of a peach. Although, at least at that point, you have a combination of flavors. So, <laughs> at least there's some sweet with the salty. I I, I don't know.
0: So, it's not something that you see and was like, Aha, that makes sense to me. No, that okay. made no sense. Okay.
1: That would not be something... Because
0: there, there's a whole... Genre of pornography of like semen on the face and on the body parts. And there's a, a you know, v- the visual, like even uh, in a lot of pornography, like w- when there's intercourse, whether it's anal or vaginal intercourse, like there's very rarely, like the male very rarely finishes inside the partner. It's always like demonst- outside. outside. Yeah. So there's obviously some sort of need for, and most porn is designed for men this need to see the semen Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's like proof here's my manhood (laughs) all two ounces of it so here's
1: a splash in your face enjoy
0: yeah so i i know that when teens are horny as they are and have uncontrollable levels of hormones when they're young you know uh, masturbating into towels into socks and Heck, I knew a guy who had a friend who would masturbate into their um their vacuum their central vacuum system the, in the holes
1: in the walls. Really?
0: Yeah, it's probably not safe. Poor guy, almost probably lost his dick.
1: Yeah. But I'm more turned on by the central vacuum system. I wouldn't have to vacuum all the time. Oh, you're not actually yeah, not attracted. physically attracted. Yes, yes. <sighs> okay. Central vacuum system, less vacuuming for me, more sitting on my butt.
0: Okay, because I was gonna wonder a little bit about <laughs> you and Roomba, but. <laughs> I'm okay
1: now. So Well, but what does the clinical research tell you about the the desire to taste or to actually demonstrate to a partner? Well, I'm not actually sure what the clinical research says
0: about that. When I've talked to people about it, it's more about sometimes there's a power dynamic, sort of like I'm going to give this to you and you're going to take it. So sometimes there's that element to it. Some people male female like to drink or consume semen or like like to have it on their face and body, they find it sexy. And some people would probably be fine if they never laid eyes on it in their entire life.
1: And in this case Army Hammer seems to be more of a dominant character and kind of exerting his dominance mm-hmm. and then also playfully like, no, 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 I'm going to, and clearly, well, I don't know, clearly in the book he mm-hmm. eats the whole peach, but in this case, it it was more of a game sort of thing. Yeah. Almost like it was hopefully going to be a turn on to Elio, mm-hmm. and but I'm, he was not turned on by it more than anything. He was embarrassed by mm-hmm.
0: it. And I've talked to several people because I like this movie so much, and I may or may not have chatted with some people on a Reddit forum about this movie. How many times? <clears throat> Once or twice <laughs> And almost all of them love this movie, but are extremely uncomfortable with the scene. Mm. And I, I, to me, I consider myself a pretty open person, particularly because of what I do for a living. And it makes me incredibly uncomfortable. Mm. I don't. I think it's the whole idea of doing something that you're not exactly proud of and then immediately being caught. And it just I don't know. It looks like it's one hundred and eight degrees in there. and heated. Yeah.
1: Plus it's sticky. I mean, you got the juices yeah. from the peach all over yourself. Oof. Right. I just don't get why he doesn't like throw the peach on the other side of the room, throw it away. Mm-hmm. I mean, clearly he wasn't caught right away. He was like laying there for a while afterward, one would assume
0: Okay, but so falling
1: asleep. His character's or...
0: seventeen years old. You and I have three children. And I'm not I'm not saying any of them have ever masturbated into fruit that I'm aware of. But if they eat something that has a wrapper on it do they move it ever from where they just left it? No, that's a good point. Where they just consumed it? Yeah. So, I I don't think
1: that... But he left it by the bed like it was looking at him, like he wanted to have it like a glory sort of thing, (laughs) like a moment like, hey, I just cummed in you. That's great. No, I just don't
0: think there was anywhere to put it. There's no Uh, garbage disposal up in the attic.
1: There was army Hammer. That's true. He was going to dispose of that.
0: (laughs) My goodness. (laughs) Well, it has been a tremendous eye-opening pleasure to have you on the show. We've been married for 16 years. After this, do you think we will remain married?
1: Yes. Even though you said tremendous eye-opening experience, and I could tell that that was all fake.
0: (laughs) (laughs) How was it fake?
1: Not at all. (laughs) It was a wonderful experience. Okay. To watch sex scenes with my wife. (laughs) Especially one including masturbation in a peach. Never would have thought that.
0: All right. Well, go make dinner.
1: (laughs) Go get me a central vacuuming system.
0: I I might. Um, Is there anything that you would like to plug while you're on the show today?
1: Uh, I won't. (laughs) Uh, No, I'll avoid plugging anything given what we've already talked about on this episode. You mean
0: you don't want your conservative radio listeners to listen to you talking about Jizzing in a peach.
1: I would plug the fact that if you have a specific scene from a TV show, a documentary, perhaps, or a movie, what's the best way to get in touch with Real Sex?
0: <laughs> uh, our email is Real Sexpod, R E E L, sexpod at gmail.com, or you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, at Real R E E L.
1: Sex pod. I would even introduce the idea, then, if someone is listening and so inclined to want to record themselves audio of the scene, what stands out to them? By all means, the audio works for a podcast. Oh so goodness, it, instead of just were, writing, oh. I'm not saying audio of someone having sex with a peach. I thought you were going to nope.
0: encourage people to start having sex with various food items and then send us the audio. Don't, don't do that.
1: If that's your thing... Feel free to do it. Please. Don't send the audio.
0: No. Send the, or the audio.
1: Video. <laughs> or the video. But if you do have audio of yourself recording a message that you would like to have featured and it's clean enough, then maybe you would be willing to play that in a future episode.
0: Because you said that, you will be checking my messages <laughs> for the next couple of weeks.
1: Great. I'm the screener.
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening.
1: Cheers. This has been another episode of Real Sex with Dr. Noel. Feel free to turn up the lights. Or not.